radio show in about a minute or so and I hope that you guys tune in I hope this is a helpful show and Bobby wants to say hello I mean I I do but um, she always puts me on the spot <laughs> it's, it's so going to be a great fun. show so please tune in we're gonna talk how to overcome difficulties how to do better in life right that? Yeah, as we know, we're going through difficulties these days, so um, we all need this. Uh, we, we need to be there for each other and listen to each other and care about each other, regardless of what we're going through. They don't need to know. We can just help each other. Everything will always get better, as long as there's a God. So never a need to worry. But okay, do always care. Too, so we are set to go. Okay, any minute now. Do you like your first song? Or the second song is better? I like all my songs. Okay, good. So I love my songs. Are you kidding me? I'm still waiting for people to suggest songs. Oh. <laughs> Maybe we can announce it this time today. Guys, suggest a song for the show. It's going to be fun. Yes. Okay. Jasper, you can start the music. Don't Amy Cabo. Life can bring many difficult situations, domestic violence, addictions, poverty, and even sexual abuse by your loved ones. Welcome, Amy Cabo and The Cure. Good afternoon and welcome to The Cure Radio Show. I'm your host, Amy Cabo, with my amazing partner, Horace. Wow, amazing. Thank you. Our show is available live on your radio, also live through the app The Cure on any smartphone, and our website, GodIsTheCure.com, as well as social media, and just recently discovered, the show is also being viewed and listened to all over the world. We're broadcasting live from Miami through satellite, available in 35 stations among 11 states, and soon after the show, on any podcast player, as well as next Sunday on Sirius XM channel 131, the Family Talk channel. This show deals with suffering and the tenacity of the human spirit, the will to survive, and the courage to keep moving forward, despite any obstacle, with the help of God who enables us to help each other. We provide testimonials to let people know that we are not alone, as well as experts and inspirational speakers who can help. In this show, the testimony started with me, having been a survivor of child abuse well into young adulthood. I do believe we all suffer, somehow, 
but with the help of God, we can be a source of healing for each other. For me, God was the only cure, but other forms of healing are represented as well to service everyone. Life is challenging, but there's always hope when someone cares. At least God does. The song we played earlier was When the Party's Over by Billie Eilish. Satan knows too much already. He only hurts us if we let him. He wants us to call him friend and keep him closer, for he will call us when the party's over. Once he no longer has any use of us, he starts to turn on us until it's very quiet when we're coming home and making sure we always feel alone. We can lie and say we like it like that, justify it and believe it, but we sacrifice inner peace, compassion, and clarity when it comes to the world and our role in it. We lose focus on the bigger picture and even lose faith in others. It's when we realize that God is the only way and the truth that we practice unconditional love and are able to empower ourselves as well as others. Rudy is a life coach who helps us empower ourselves into greater productivity and greater fulfillment of our given purpose in life. He spent the last 20 years coaching and building highly successful teams, shifting company cultures, and increasing productivity and dollars by connecting people to their inner purpose. Rudy, who is the co-founder of Energetic Business Consulting and co-founder of Divine Awakening Space, believes that everyone from the individual to a startup venture or large corporation should be thriving. And the only way to achieve this is by bringing mindfulness and consciousness into every aspect of our lives, especially our business life. Rudy, welcome to The Cure. You're on our live. Nice to both you, Amy, and the bar. It's awesome and, to be here. Thank you. And welcome to the 100th show on The Cure Network, where we like to speak the truth. There you are. That is an unbelievable achievement. Congratulations. 100 shows. Wow. Thank you. Rudy, do you want to start off by describing what is a, a life coach? and um, how it could be helpful in our personal lives as well as our work life. That's simple, it's like a sports coach, right, Rudy? <laughs> so they, they actually are very similar. You know, life coaches, sports coaches, business coaches, uh, whether you are suffering from abuse or addiction and you align yourself with someone that's a coach, it's all really the same thing. It's the potential for you to create an environment for yourself with someone else where there's a relationship built on trust, relationship also on communication and where they get to hold you accountable to what it is that you ultimately want to achieve for yourself and for your life and so when we go out and look for coaches as an example I've been coaching highly successful sales teams I've been coaching individuals and empowering people for over 20 years and today I still have a coach in fact right now I'm working with two coaches in two completely different areas of my life because I understand one fundamental principle and that is, there are two ways to experience anything in life. The first is you can either learn it yourself by doing it, which could be good, or it could also be bad. And if it's bad, it could be hurtful and harmful. And it could be painful, and it could take a long time. The second is, I could find out from somebody else who already did it, how to do it. 
And so every success story really leaves clues. And so by connecting yourself with a coach is finding someone that's done what you've done, achieved what you want to achieve, and then they help you, they guide you, and they nurture you to move forward into an area where you ultimately want to go. The most important part of being a life coach is not to tell people what to do, it's to help people realize their full, true, powerful potential that lies within each and every single person and that they help bring that out of the individual by showing them how incredible and magnificent and powerful they are, that they were created to be, and that everyone has a purpose and has something to be able to achieve. And then the final bit of that final uh, stage is to hold them accountable. And so a very large part of what I do on a daily basis is connect with individuals, find out who they are, what they want, where they're going, what is holding them back in living a full purposeful life that is abundant, that has personal freedom, and that gives them the satisfaction fulfillment that we all deserve in life. And then I hold them accountable to more small, minute action steps to get them to where it is that they ultimately want to go in life. My advice to you, to the listener, to everyone out there, if there is something that you want, somewhere you want to go, find somebody who has done it, get them to hold you accountable, create a safe space for you to be able to do it, and move forward to live the life that you are meant to, because you have an incredible journey we all do, and it's so important that we take those action steps to, to fulfill that life's journey because it's more than just our happiness. We all have a purpose and we need to get there so we can fulfill that purpose for everybody. What well, that's excellent, Rudy. And to, summar to summarize it in simple, don't tell people what to do. Show them, teach them what can be done. And don't tell people what's possible but let them know what they're capable of. Because a lot of us don't realize we have so many great capabilities and also to do the work because there's work in it. To do the work to move forward and to do the work to do away what's keeping you back. So, but don't do it for them though. No. Right. You teach them how to do it for themselves because you defeat the purpose. But I like the part that you Otherwise. can get somebody to do it for you. Really, that's not an option? <laughs> Yeah, I'm sure you can find coaches out there that are always going to want to do the work for you because that's going to keep you as a client and it's going to keep making them money. But no, <laughs> that's certainly not the way I want to do it. We don't want to teach somebody to to think small. Uh, you know, there's a great saying, you know, teach a man to fish, right? And you never have to feed him again as opposed to him coming to you every single day for his daily bread. And so um, for me, I would say another great way to look at it is uh, somebody who is a really good leader, somebody who's a really good coach, somebody who's really good at, at leading by example, which is something that I think that Amy does so beautifully and so gracefully, and I want to honor you on your incredible journey for what you're doing, what you've done. But it, it, if we look at it, you know, a great leader is somebody who inspires and empowers other people to live a magnificent and incredible life and doesn't tell people about how magnificent they are they tell people how magnificent the person is that they're communicating with and they show them that beauty and so yes you're very right amy it is of utmost importance that whoever you're working with is actually helping you realize the potential within you not how amazing the person is that's communicating with you and the potential in that and what if they're not amazing people or, or, or special people what happens then <laughs> what if they are not <laughs> yeah <laughs> I, I I'm sure not everybody is, you know. There's super. always something amazing <laughs> about everyone. You can find it if you look for it. 
Okay. I was going to say, I, I accept that challenge, Boris. If you can find someone that is not exceptional and incredible and doesn't have an unbelievable purpose and a desire within them, then I'll eat my hat, so to speak. Um, everyone is. God created us all equal, beautiful, and magnificent, and we all have something to do. And the most important thing is to look at what are we experiencing in life, what are we going through, what are our hardships, what are our sufferings, and the adversity that we're experiencing is setting us up for who we're meant to come. It's teaching us, ultimately, what we need to achieve in our lives. And so everyone has a desire within them. What is that desire? And everyone has life experience. What is it that they're experiencing? If we can put those two together, we can help create stepping stones to create that life of absolute abundance, freedom, and joy that we speak so much of. And it sounds very promising and very exciting. And I'm always thinking about the person who's suffering. So I want to know if this is foolproof for everyone. And that's what we'll talk about when we return. We will continue talking with Rudy Rickstings about giving helpful advice on how to prevail despite life's throwbacks. Please stay with us and we would love to hear from you. 866-34-TRUTH We will be right back with Amy Cavill and The Cure. Try to be everything that I can But sometimes I come out as being nothing I try to be everything that I can But sometimes I come out as being nothing I pray to God that he make me a better man Maybe one day I'ma stand for something I'm thanking God that he made you part of the plan I guess I ain't go through all that hell for nothing I'm always f***ing up and wrecking This seems like I perfected it I offer you my love, I hope you take it like some matters Tell me ain't nobody better than me I think that there's better than me Hope you see the better in me Always end up better in me I don't wanna ruin this one This type of love don't always come and go I don't wanna ruin this one This type of love don't always come and go and now we will continue with Amy Cabo and The Cure. Welcome back to The Cure and thanks for tuning in. Remember that you can listen to the radio show live through our app The Cure or later as a podcast, video and audio. Different platforms, same thing. The song that just played was Come and Go by Juice World and Marshmallow. Life can get frustrating. We're human. And no matter how hard we try to be everything that we can be, we come out as being nothing without God. So we learn to pray daily that we are worthy of His promises. Maybe one day we'll stand for something. God always has a plan to show us we didn't go through hell for nothing. Even when it seems like we perfected it, we're often messing up and wrecking, so God offers us His love hoping we receive it like some medicine. God sees the best in us, and when we see the best in others, we also see it in ourselves, and it always ends up bettering us. There's no one better than God. We don't want to ruin this one, this kind of love. It doesn't always come and go. We're talking to Rudy Rick Steins, discussing how to navigate through life successfully. 
Rudy, before we went into break, you talked to, to us about these great techniques that you had to, to help people for, you know, move forward in life. And what I wanted to ask you, all these methods that you use and these techniques, they, they seem pretty foolproof. Are they applicable to everyone? Does there need to be a certain type of readiness? I think in anything in life, there always needs to be readiness and there needs to be willingness. You see, your question is two parts. You ask, is it something that's going to work? Can we guarantee that the results will work? And the, the steps, they do work. And people will have results and people will have transformation. And they will step into their personal power and they will look incredible, fulfilling lives if they are ready. But the person needs to be available and ready to do the work. The action steps are easy. But as you mentioned, you know, the person does need to be willing to take those steps and to be able to move forward. I can tell you from my experience, you know, almost everybody that applies these principles experience massive transformations greater than they ever possibly imagined. But, you know, I work with people that are taking that step. They're making the phone calls. They're emailing me. They're finding my website and they want to take those action steps forward. They want to connect to a mentor. They're prepared to invest in themselves and their lives. And so, yes, then it absolutely does work. Right. And it's not just about succeeding in their lives. It's about any aspect in their lives. And Rudy, what does it start with? Because you talk a lot about the mindset. And when you know the mind is a very powerful tool, it could either make you or break you. So what does that mean to you and your work? So if we talk about mindset, we need to really understand what does mindset mean. Right now, mindset is a really fancy catchword in marketing and in advertising, and there's a pandemic, so everyone's saying, oh, your mindset, your mindset. But we need to understand what is the mindset. And once we can understand what the mindset is and how it controls us, we then have the ability to break it down and reassemble it so that it becomes a powerful, useful tool for us. And so for the listener that is not entirely sure what I'm talking about, let me explain it to you in this way. Each and every single person has lived a life experience. And from a very young age, from when you're born, you're born into an environment, and that environment becomes your learning ground. And for the first few years, you experience through your parents or through your environment, through your siblings, through school, through schoolmates, through teachers. And every single one of these people tell you things, they say things, they treat you a certain way, and you perceive your environment to be a specific way. And your brain then fires neurons. These neurons are like electrical pathways inside your brain. And every time you have a thought, it has to then go and find a place where it's going to fire those neurons throughout your brain, kind of like a lightning bolt, right? And every time you have the same thought again, and then again, it fires the same neuron pathway, and it makes it more solidified and more solidified. And then you continue to think that same thought, it eventually creates what we talk about as a roadway. And the next time you have an experience similar, your brain doesn't have to ask you how it wants to feel. It doesn't have to process the information. It just uses that same neurological pathway. And so what I mean is, if you grew up in an environment of poverty and your experience is lack of food, lack of abundance, your father walked around saying life is not fair, you know, there's never enough, the going, you know, continues to get tough, then you are born into an environment and you are force-fed information that tells your mind life is hard, there's never enough, you know, you are living in a lack environment and so your thought processes are firing in such a way that your brain tells you every situation there is 
less than what you need. We don't live in an expansive, abundant universe. We, we have to fight for every dollar that we make. And people that have money are greedy, et cetera, et cetera. And so when you grow up and as you move into life, you continue to add and validate reasons for why you feel that way. Because your mindset is looking for evidence to reinforce what you believe. And what you believe is that belief system. And all those beliefs formed together create the mindset that you have. I'm paraphrasing a lot, but for the benefit of the listener, if you can understand that every single thought process that you have, every belief system that you have needs to be questioned and you need to ask yourself, is it really true? Can I with 100% certainty say that this is a true statement and that I can hang my belief system on it because what you feel and what you believe is controlling your outside environment. And so when I work with people on mindset and we talk about mindset so much, is that if we can say that we found in your belief system that you have beliefs of limited uh, lack, that there is not enough, or you're feeling less than, or you don't have worthiness, and we find what are those four parts that you have, what are those trigger points, and we retrain your brain to fire new neurons, new paths, so that eventually you create new highways so that when you experience anything, your brain is going to choose the new path as opposed to the preconditioned path that you used to have. And so if you grew up in an environment of lack or feeling less than, then the work that we do in helping you move forward is to help identify them first and foremost, because most people don't know that they have them, it's just it's habitual, they're used to it. We then create new, better feeling ones. We create ones where you believe that you live in an environment where you can have, can be, can do anything, that you are worthy, that you can come up with creative ideas or start a new business or that you can succeed in life or in love or in relationships or in anything that you really decide to do and that all you need to do is take actionable steps to move forward. We do those enough times, that's called stacking. So we stack one success onto another and then you do another thing and you achieve it and then we add another success and we continue to stack these successes. Your brain fires these neurons they then create these new neurological paths so that eventually you are always looking at life with an outset of success. You're always expecting so good it's, things it's to happen basically, to you. It's basically a new learned behavior through repetition. Because when you do repetition, right, wrong, or indifferent, whether it's the truth or a lie, we tend to believe it if we hear it enough, if we experience it enough. So on the, on the opposite, you can repeat good stuff a lot and you can practice good things a lot and you can just retrain yourself besides God said we can start over if we turn to him right and also kind of uh, I guess based on physiological stuff not only talking absolutely. <laughs> absolutely you know look at Amy's life as an example right you came from extreme adversity and look at you today you had that one point five new one <laughs> thank you Okay. When we return with the cure live every Saturday at 1 p.m., please stay with us. We would love to hear from you. 866-34-TRUTH. Tell us how you overcame an obstacle. 866-34-TRUTH. And how right you... back with Amy Cabo and the cure.
Welcome back, and thanks for tuning in. We're live every Saturday at 1 p.m. Eastern on your radio and on our app, The Cure, or our website, GodIsTheCure.com. All shows are available as a video podcast. Just look for The Cure with Amy Cabo, where podcasts are after the show. The song that just played was The Bones by Marin Morris. Is it dumb luck that I turned out successful while my brother didn't? Yes, things didn't always go as planned, but thanks to God. Did you have a coach? God. Oh, cool. But thanks to God, despite the wolves, we're still standing. The world could crumble, our hopes can be shattered, our bodies aching, and our minds scattered. But when the foundation's good, earthquakes don't matter. Let the wind howl and break the glass. God remains the same. There is no crack in his solid promises. And when the storm arrives, we stay put. For the house will not fall. The bones are good when we answer his call. And we just need to be prepared for hurricanes, just in case. <laughs> you have to have a phone. It's phone. <laughs> and water. We are talking to Rudy Rickstein, who is sharing his advice on how to transform our lives when we want to. <laughs> okay. Before the last break, we were talking about mindset, and I, I had a quick, curious question. Once you learned to change your mindset and you've learned these techniques, is it something that will have, you know, long-lasting effects, or is it like drug addiction that you can have a relapse? <laughs> so, it's a really good question that you ask because it, it, your mind has multiple neurological paths for so many different things. If you have to reset your mind to a mind of abundance and freedom, then you are more inclined to continue to look at life, proving you evidence of abundance and freedom, because that's the vantage point that you now have. But we didn't talk about worthiness, or we didn't talk about something else. And so it's always going to be a continued work because you're always working on every single aspect of your life. I mean, the human existence, the experience that we have, we have so many interactions with people every day, and the benefit and the purpose of all of these interactions are to teach us, to move us forward, so we can work on ourselves, so we can continue to learn, continue to grow, continue to be kind, compassionate, and eventually teach. But to answer your question, you know, do I have days where I wake up and I feel like I'm being victimized? Yes. Do I have days where I wake up and I feel like, oh my gosh, you know, I don't feel abundant right now, or I get a... Uh, a bill in the mail I wasn't expecting or it was higher than I was expecting and I immediately panicked because I'm like, how am I going to pay that or what am I going to do next? But the thing is when you have a trained brain and your mindset has been shifted to one that is healthy and has healthy habits, you snap out of it quicker. So rather than it taking you a day or two or weeks or in many people's cases, medication to get out of that mindset, it takes me seconds because I have the ability to quickly recognize that is a trigger, that isn't real, I don't actually feel that way, and I very quickly come to the solution, and I can move myself forward. And that's amazing you say that, because that's what happened when I took God seriously. 
I started learning of the lies of pickpocket. You know, he steals your soul. You don't even know it. You have no clue what's happening. So, you know, that's that's what happens. It's not that things don't happen. It's not that life is all of a sudden rosy because life isn't always rosy. And it's okay if we suffer, but we do suffer better. We handle it better. We recognize what it's a lie and what's not. And we have better coping mechanisms. We don't try to escape. We learn so, to deal with it and to find solutions and to make the best out of it and have something good come out of it because God is good like that. Hmm, nice. You know, I love that you said it that way. And I want to acknowledge and recognize how beautifully you transitioned from a life that wasn't looking like it was going to end well. So from our perspective, looking from the outside in, you know, from a very young age, you were just taught abuse and suffering and pain. And then into your 20s again, and then with your your daughter having her accident and, and just continued, continued, continued um, reinforcement of of life is not fair and life is tough and life is hard. But at one point in time, it was very necessary for you to make that shift to start looking differently at your life. Otherwise, you would not be where you are today. But I want to talk about something that's so important, and I need every listener to pay attention to this. Pay we attention, people. To live our life. We can choose to live our life any way we want. Right? Life is going to have things that happen around us, but when we stop looking at life like we are victims, like things are happening to us, and we look at it from the perspective that there is a greater power than us, that there is this God, there is this force, there is the universe, label it any way you want, and that things that happen in your life experience are happening for you, not meaning that something terrible that happens to you is good, you should have it. I don't mean that. I mean that when something happens, you have to ask yourself, what was the purpose of that happening? And if that happened to me, what do I need to learn from this? What can I gain from this? And how can I grow from this experience? In the case of Amy Carbo, just talking about you, this incredible platform, 100 radio shows today alone, your book, your speaking engagement, all of the amazing work that you're doing around the world, it would not have been possible had you not gone through adversity, suffering and pain that you did to the degree that you did because today you stand in your personal power. Today you have the ability to recognize other people's pain, other people's suffering, and you are healing millions and millions of people's lives every single week on your radio show, through your book, through your platform, through your podcast, through every one of your channels, because you had a life that was hard, that was tough, and you are in a position of authority now to teach people. So to the listener, what are you experiencing? What do you not like in your life? What is happening right now that is teaching you something deeply, firing, heightened emotion. And if you could step out of that for a second and look at life a little differently, let me give you a tangible exercise if you don't mind. Nice. I'm gonna tell you three simple things that you can do to, in any situation to help move yourself forward in life. The first thing that I want you to do is imagine that you are wearing a suit, some kind of a body armor. Let's call it a wetsuit or, a, or, 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 or clothing, doesn't matter. Imagine for a moment you unzip yourself from the suit and you climb out of it and the, the suit stays behind. The problems, the situation, your life, all of it stays there and you are able to separate yourself from that experience and look at it from a different vantage point. Now you're not in the emotion, you're not in the situation, you're not in the suffering. You've created a small gap between you and the problem. From that perspective, you can now look at it from a different perspective and ask yourself, void of emotion, what is that happening for? If it is happening to me and I'm not a victim, what can I gain from this experience? Now, you might not find all the answers right there in that moment, 
But I strongly suggest what you do then is take a few deep breaths. By breathing in, you oxygenate the brain. You allow your body to start to fuel itself. You can go without food for almost 30 days. You can go without water for two days. You cannot go without air for more than two, three minutes. So think about the logic of that. Breathing in lots of oxygen, circulates oxygen throughout your body. And once you've allowed your body to fuel itself with oxygen, you have the ability to tap into a higher side of your brain. Your neurons are firing, they're ready for new information. Then what I want you to do, this is really important, I hope you're writing this down. I want you to label the emotion that you were experiencing in that body that you just zipped out of and stood out of so you could look at the situation. If you were feeling fear or anxiety or depression, by naming it, you are actually reducing the emotion. If you look at your brain, your brain actually has, um, I'm trying to put this in layman's terms for you. So your amygdala is where you process raw emotion. So I'm angry, I am upset, I am frustrated, or I am depressed, right? That happens in the amygdala. And what you need to do is move it from the amygdala to your frontal lobe, and by moving it forward, I don't have you're to be. simply naming, you just have to name the emotion, meaning I'm angry, and by saying I'm angry, it actually reduces the emotion, it moves it to the frontal lobe. When it's in the frontal lobe, your brain actually starts to process and analyze information. It cannot do that in rage or frustration or anger or upset or depression. And so now you process that information, you have the ability to think about what it looks like, what it, what it feels like, and then from there, you then have the potential to look back and find the solution of what it is. And so I said there were three steps. The first, obviously, is separate yourself, take some deep breathing is the second step the third is name the emotion and now you are ready to tangibly look at the situation void of heightened emotion so that when you step back in you're no longer the same person that was in that position and you will be more inclined to find the solution or to have a better form of clarity or to not have anger and then start taking action steps to do something to get you out of the situation that you're in and maybe you're better able to analyze it, especially if you're looking at it from a compassionate point of view. Let's say, how would God view us? God that is so forgiving and so loving, she would not be the same with us. But I hear that you have a mindset summit coming up. That's super exciting because the stuff that you have to share is super, super important and super helpful. On August 21st, can you tell us about that? Every single person can register for the Success Mindset Summit. They can actually go to mindsetsummit.com and it is absolutely free. We don't charge the speakers to be on the platform. We don't charge the listener to listen in. And we have got over 24 incredible speakers that are talking about their life stories and helping you move through adversity. All of it is absolutely free. Highly recommend it. What an amazing service. God, there's angels on earth. Thank you. We would love to hear from you. Call us and tell you us if you were able to change your mindset in a positive way. Or negative. 866-34-TRUTH. 866-34-TRUTH. We'll be right back <laughs> with Amy Cabo and The Cure. Amy Cabo and The Cure. This show deals with suffering, the tenacity of the human spirit, and the courage to keep moving forward with the help of God. I want people to know that there's hope. I was forced into my abortion because I didn't think I had a choice. I want people to know there's choices. Well, Amy, my heart is breaking. I just want you to know that I love you and I thank God for you. Amy Cabo and The Cure. Every Saturday at 1 Eastern on The Truth Network.
God wants his people to be a happy people. The Christian life is a joyous existence. And for us to live in any other way is to fall beneath the level that God intended for us all. Join Dr. David Jeremiah for his message, Life Outside the Amusement Park, on the next Turning Point Weekend Edition. Here's Dr. Robert Jeffress with today's Pathway Minute. If you have a financial concern, you're afraid that you won't be able to provide for yourself or your family, you might want to read and even memorize Matthew 6, verses 25 to 26. Jesus said, for this reason I say to you, do not be worried about your life as to what you shall eat or what you shall drink, nor for your body as to what you shall put on. <laughs> Look at the birds of the air. They do not sow. Neither do they reap nor gather into the barns, and yet your heavenly Father feeds them. God has promised no matter what situation you're facing, I am with you wherever you go. Jesus promised that in Matthew 28, 20. He said, and lo, I am with you always, even unto the end of the age. Today's Pathway Minute is provided by your station and Pathway to Victory. To hear the Bible teaching of Dr. Robert Jeffress, go to ptv.org. and the cure. Hi again, and thanks for tuning in. We're live every Saturday, 1 p.m. Eastern on your radio, our app, The Cure, on social media, and look for God is the Cure. Please check our podcast as well after the show, wherever podcasts are. Can you please rate it and like us, especially if you give us five stars, that would be greatly appreciated. Now, if you don't like us, shoot us a comment, and then maybe we'll change it, get it Suggestions better. Suggestions are helpful. Yep, maybe. The song that just played was Let There Be Love by Ananya. Life is not guaranteed, but I know we're meant for love, peace, and helping one another. Everyone is capable of God's selfless love. If others can evolve back into animals, savage and irrational, the more we are called to be holier the more we are expected to love our mother, our sister, our father, our brother. We are all one big family as God's children in which we can find common ground with love, believe in the good, and have compassion for others. Peace starts with us by trusting that God will help us do our best, and should we fall short, God picks up the rest. 
So let there be love, despite the unrest. We are talking to Rudy Rexsteins, discussing on how to live an abundant life. Well, can, I, can I ask you a question? Can I ask you a question? Rudy, I always wanted to ask a question. How is the difference? You know, some people get, do better. Some people don't do so good in life. What is the difference? I mean, I know, like, for example, some peter, people really work hard and they, they have good attitude towards things, but how do they change so they can have better outcomes? Outcomes. There you are. <laughs> Thank you. So, <laughs> you, you, you need to understand what is the path to living a successful life, and then you need to be able to take that and look at what it is that you're currently doing in your life so that you can tell the difference between the two. And there are two commonalities between people that are successful. The, the, the first that I'm going to give you is hard to hear. And we touched on it earlier before the break, but I really need the listener to understand this because it's the most important. That for somebody to live a successful life, they need to understand that life is happening for them, that everything is happening for them. Whether you lost a job, your partner divorced you or left you or cheated on you or you have no money or your are abuse in Amy's case, everything that has happened has happened to give you a higher level of understanding and well, awareness because it is preparing you for where you need to go. If everything's God's will, isn't everything for us? If it, nothing happens without God's approval or without him knowing of it. So it's God's will here on earth and in heaven. And is God not for us? So let's answer the question this way, right? Was it God's will for Amy Carbo to have the Amy Carbo radio show, The Cure? Was it God's plan that Amy and Boris today spread love and kindness and compassionate and the, the word of God and the message of God in as many homes as what they possibly can every single Saturday at 1 p.m. Eastern Standard? Of course it was, but it was necessary to go to school to learn how to do that. And I don't mean go to radio school to learn how to do all of the technicalities that go behind it or learning how to speak. It's the life experience that we have to gain. Not everybody that's going to be abused is going to have to start a radio show or is going to be sharing on that platform. I don't mean it from that perspective. But if we look at the volume of suffering that you had and the journey that you took and how you found it through God, I don't think there was a better way for you to achieve what you achieved so that today you can save so many lives. And so if it is God's will for you to do this, then it would have been God's will for you to do that. The difference was somewhere in that you had to make a choice to step up to the plate. You see, life is all about choices. We get to decide how we're going to experience anything. And you could have sat back and not done anything. You could have played victim. You could have, you know, continued drinking and drugs and throwing your life away, but you didn't. You looked for God. Then you looked for love. Then you looked for kindness, compassion in yourself and in others, and you moved your life forward. I say to you that there were two things that people do that find ultimate success in life. And the first one is they don't play victim ever. They say something's happening. Okay, why is it happening? And what can I do with what is happening to move me forward? The second thing that they do is um, they take action steps. And so if you think about every time people want to achieve something, failure is not failing to achieve what you wanted to achieve. Failure is actually failing to take action. And so by definition, if we are wanting to do anything and we're not taking action, we are failing. And so to be successful, to live a successful life, to have a successful mindset, or to just move forward in anything from any situation that was less than desirable, you need to decide that you want to do it, and you need to take actionable steps every single day to be able to do it. And I find the fastest way to make that mindset shift is to be able to look at it and say, why did it happen? What can I learn? What can I gain? Take that and move it forward, 
even though I don't like it, I don't know why it happened to me, and I just have to trust. Now that comes into the story of God. You have to trust that when you take a leap of faith forward, even if it's a leap or a step out of hurt and pain and deciding to move forward with grace, Amy, if you didn't decide that one day you were going to trust that there is kindness and, and love and compassion, you wouldn't be married to your soulmate today. The two of you wouldn't be working together, you know, and so you have to take that step, but you have no evidence in your life that it existed. And that is what I'm trying to talk about. That's what successful people do. They take steps and leap into what is the uncertain part of what's going to happen next, trusting that what happened was for them and they continue to take those steps, small baby actionable steps every single day. And that's what the, the Mindset Success Summit is all about that we're launching is that people are registering in this, they get to join the summit, they get the content free, but everything that they hear on this summit is stories of people with tangible steps, exercises, tools, people are giving away books, you know, planners, all kinds of tools to help people move forward in life in the pursuit of other people's happiness because anyone that's achieved success understands. It doesn't matter how big my house is, how fast my cars are, I'm never gonna find happiness unless I give of myself and give freely of myself to people. And so that's why I'm a coach. That's why I work with people. That's why I change company cultures to make people understand that they are these amazing, powerful, incredible beings. And that this summit that we've got that is free, Mindset Success Summit, is allowing people to listen to stories like Amy's and so many others of where they moved forward through adversity into lives of power, abundance, and freedom. And most important to me is they've turned around now and they're helping all these millions of people move forward, heal, and grow. because. Just look around you, just turn on the news. I never watch the news, but if you did, all you would see in the news is pain and suffering and anguish. This world needs healing and it needs more people like Boris, more people like Amy, and more people like every single person listening to the show right now. You have a purpose, you have a mission, and I'm gonna tell you, it starts Mindset Success Summit. Listen to it, gain access free, and take accountability for your life and move yourselves forward. It truly is an unbelievable experience, and I've gone through and I'm excited for everybody to experience it. Nice. And you know, that's what faith is about, is, is taking a risk, even though it's scary. It's believing when you have no reason to believe. It's, it's, it's about, you, you know, it's about not settling for less, thinking that you're not capable, but giving everything a try. You know, don't, don't cut yourself short. And most importantly, don't let circumstances change who you are and don't react in a way that somebody has trained you to react. You know, shock people. Shock people with how different you can be. Don't be a follower, Stick, stand out. Let people know there's a better way because sometimes we're stuck in our perception or the lies that pickpocket gives us. And sometimes when you see somebody else that has gone through terrible things but still made it well, then you realize it's possible. There's a different reality. You can live happier. You can choose peace over misery. It doesn't have to be miserable. You don't have to believe the lie. Right. But you could, we could also use this and impregnate this into corporate America. The idea of faith, the idea of bringing God. Is it possible in the workplace in a world that sometimes God isn't very popular really just a short answer you know, 30 seconds <laughs> yeah i was going to say we have a break coming up let me just tell you, you know everybody has a faith and has a belief system and that belief system shouldn't stop the minute you go to work and that when you take what you believe and who you are 
into every environment and every aspect of your life. I've seen it in $100 million companies. I've seen it in small-time business. I've seen it in relationships. We just thrive. We continue to thrive because God or the universe, whatever you want to name it, flows through you all the time. And it shouldn't be cut off in any one particular place. In fact, the more you own that, the further it starts to embrace you. The more good things flow through you and to you, the more people you can impact, the more people want to interact with you, and your entire world changes. And that's my advice on that. I've, I've seen it. I've lived it. I've seen the profits grow in businesses for people that want profit. And I've seen nice. with client retention. I've seen customers. I've seen employees want to stay. And more than that, I've seen people just become happy and fulfilled and excited about going to work. Wow. So well said. And that's a great way to end the show because yeah. we're at the end, guys. And it's, it's very helpful advice. Please check out the Mindset Success Summit at MindsetSuccessSummit.com. There will be lots of helpful information. And thank you so much, Rudy. You were wonderful. Amazing. I loved everything you had to say. And we will finish with amazing. a prayer as we always do. Father, we have come to a trying time in our life. We are not sure which direction to go. We know that if we seek the kingdom of God and his righteousness, then we will be walking our best way of life forever and always. Help us, Lord, to be wise in our decisions. I make at this junction where various doors have seemed closed behind us. Lead us, Lord, in the direction that you would have us go, day in and day out. Lord, we want our life to count, and we want to be successful in making a difference. Take our life, Lord, and at this crossroads, I'll ask that you rearrange my dire our directions as best seems for to. Amen. Amen. As the good book says in Proverbs, 16.3 Commit to the Lord whatever you do and he will establish your plans. And thank you also to our audio producer Jasper for being with us today. Planning our songs and making the show sound good. More importantly always thanks to Robbie Dilmore of Kingdom Pursuit and the Christian Car Guide for his continuing leadership, guidance, and his love for others dedicated in his shows, which are truly informative, inspiring, and awesome. This is Amy Cabo. You have been listening to The Cure. Please check our podcast, The Cure with Amy Cabo, our app, The Cure, or our website, GodIsTheCure.com. Please subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss an episode and rate it. Thank you for listening to us. Keep safe. Keep the faith. The Cure with Amy Cabo. For more information or to get Amy's book, Love is the Answer, God is the Cure, or to listen to the podcasts of previous shows, visit GodIsTheCure.com.